Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo. What's up, dudes? It's me, Derek, host of the Degenerate Derek Podcast. I'm flying solo today. I'm sorry. I, I know you guys hate it when I do this solo, especially now that I've added a co-host, actually two co-hosts. I got uh, Jared and Dumbass Daniel. They've been helping me out. They've been doing a great job. They're beginning gamblers, but it's still been fun to have people to banter with. So I'm not just sitting here like an asshole by myself. So I appreciate both of them. And normally, it's I'm going to have them on. I'll be honest, today we were having, um, we've been having a ton of like problems in our studio. You know, the radio show I'm a part of, Billy Madison Show. If you listen to that show, you know that we're always bitching about stuff going on. But so they actually sent in some people to like fix a bunch of shit. So we had to get out of there after the show. So we weren't able to all hang out and do the podcast. And then I came home and uh, I was playing Fortnite. And I totally forgot. Oh shit! It's Wednesday. I gotta I gotta hit this bowl and then do this podcast. So here I am. Kudos to me. Again, I talked about consistency, and this is me being consistent. Even if it's gonna be a shitty. Short podcast. It's still a podcast like I promised every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I got to hurry up and get this out because it's already 4 o'clock. So, anyways, let's, let's, let's just get this show on the road. Antonio Brown, huge news. I look like an asshole this past, like, weekend. So, the Raiders cut him, right? The Raiders cut him. And I'm like, this dude's a psycho. Like, he released a call from John Gruden, which then it comes out. Apparently, John Gruden gave him permission to release, so it wasn't a big deal. But his helmet thing and his, you know, freezing his feet. And he just acting like a crazy person crying on social media, fighting with his GM out there. He gets cut. Okay. Everybody knows the story. He gets cut. I immediately tweet out. People think that Antonio Brown's going to the Patriots. This dude's a psycho. I don't think he's going to play in the NFL anymore. Everybody laughed at me. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Not even three hours later. It breaks breaking news. He signed with the Patriots. I couldn't. I could not believe it. This dude seems like such a head case, and they always preach about like they don't want distractions. They don't want this in the locker room. Yada yada yada. And I'm just like, what's a bigger distraction than that? Like to me, that that's a bigger distra- distraction than you would ever make for Kaepernick. I mean, Antonio Brown. Like, come on, dude. Like this dude's crazy person. But whatever. He gets a job. He gets a $15 million deal, $10 million guaranteed, one-year deal with the Patriots. He's on the Patriots. Patriots come out Sunday night, blow the doors off the Steelers. I mean, they looked amazing on both sides of the ball. And so it's like, God damn, this, this Patriots team doesn't even need Antonio Brown. Nobody thought that they did. People actually say it's unfair, whatever. But don't even need him, but now they have him. Then this morning, news breaks that he has had a lawsuit filed against him from, I guess, a girl that he went to college with that was also a trainer and that he's, you know, had some kind of friendship or relationship with, you know, out of college. And she now accused him of sexual assault. So I don't know what's going to happen. The NFL, you know, you never know which way the NFL is going to go on this. Like, sometimes they, you look at the Tyreek Hill case with, you know, allegations of child abuse, which I know that there's a a big side that argues against that and says that he didn't do it, and he has evidence, and she has evidence, and whatever. 
I didn't think any all any party looked good in that situation. Mom or Tyreek or the NFL. That was just everybody just feels bad for Tyreek's kid in that situation. That's not the point though. The point is the NFL decided there was nothing there and they didn't suspend him until you know more evidence could come out against it. So you don't know which side is the NFL until some evidence can be presented in this case. Are they going to allow Antonio Brown to play? I, I I don't know. I don't know. So we'll just have to, I guess, have a follow-up. I'm not making any more predictions or anything like that because so far my 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 speak of the future, what's going to happen, has made me look like an asshole. So I'm not doing it. So, yeah. So you probably want to listen to Friday show. Maybe there will be more of an update on that. Plus, we will have all of our NFL picks, myself, Jared, and Dumbass Daniel. We'll all be live in the studio doing the podcast together. Again, to recap, uh, Jared's 3-2 and two on the year in the NFL. I'm 2-3 and three as well as Daniel. I got screwed. I had the Jets minus 2.5. They were leading that whole game. They had the game under control, no problem, and they end up squandering it away and losing to the Bills 17-16. to 16. So that made me go to 2-3. and three. Well, and because I had the Seahawks, and for like a dumbass, I bet on the Steelers. I really didn't think the Steelers were going to come out that flat. Are the Steelers that bad? I mean, I, I I have them in a future to win the AFC North, like I talked about on the last podcast. I know we talked about it, we covered this game, but I'm just still that's how my losses they they hang with me from podcast to podcast. I apologize, but it's just like they stick there, and I think about them all week, and I think about how wrong I was or how bad I got screwed. Like I lost the Jets game, I felt like I got screwed in that game. They let me down. I lost in the Seahawks game. I was just dead ass wrong. Except for you just don't know which way you were wrong. Like, was I wrong about the Seahawks being any good? Or was I wrong about how bad the Bengals were? Because the Seahawks, that was another bet I lost. They were minus 10. And the Bengals were like, they were in control most of that game. The Seahawks got lucky to get out of there with a win. Not the other way around. But Bengals cover easy. No problem at all. And so it's just like... You don't know which way you're wrong on that one. So I'm I'm kind of doubling down on the Bengals being bad thing because I'm going to the 49ers this week. That is going to be one of my five picks. But I double my bet on them. Usually my bet is 110. I bet $110 to win 100, to profit 100. A lot of people get confused with that, but that's just how it is with when you're betting on sports. The typical line, like if you're betting on a point spread, is going to be minus 110. And that's just, it's called the juice, and it's how, you know, casinos make their money. Um, so usually you have to risk a little more than what you're going to win, unless you're betting on, like, an underdog to win the game outright. You know, like uh, tomorrow night. Let's just take tomorrow night's game between Tampa Bay and Carolina, for example. Carolina's favored by 6.5. Tampa Bay is the underdog in that game. And there's an option where you could bet on the Bucks to win that game outright. And it's like, I think it might be plus 300 right now or something like that. And that would mean that if I were to bet $100, I would win 300 in profit. Because it's plus 300. That's how the plus minus works. If you're looking at, because I've had some people that are started to look at, um, you know, lines and stuff like that. You can always look at the daily, like, whatever you can bet on that day. You can go to this website called scoresandodds.com. And you could click on whatever games are available to bet on that day or, you know, looking ahead to the future. It's cool, too, because it also shows you, like, what the line opened up at. 
and then what it's currently at. So that shows you like kind of which way the money's being brought in on these teams. Scoresandodds.com, though, if you want to look at that. Moving on, though. So, oh, yeah, well, back to San Francisco. So normally I bet 110 to win 100, but on the 49ers, I'm betting minus 220 to win 200. And that's, I got them at a pick em on the road against the Bengals. So I'm doubling down on my Bengals have a bad roster. So we'll see if I'm wrong this weekend. But that, that will be one of my five picks. Moving on to the NFL, though, as far as week two goes. So we just talked about it. Tampa Bay is on the road against the Panthers this week for week two. It's a division game. It's a home game for the Panthers. Hey, honey. It's a home game for the Panthers. And um, Tampa Bay is six-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't have necessarily a pick in this game. I will probably bet on it just because I always bet on the Thursday games, but I never make my mind up until kickoff. I'll tell you right now, I'm leaning towards the Bucks plus six and a half. I thought the Panthers didn't look bad against the Rams. I thought the Bucks did look kind of bad against the 49ers, but I feel like the Bucks errors are going to get corrected. I like their head coach, Bruce Arias, or Bruce Serenas, or, you know, the bald dude, the bald, cool dude that wears the Kangol hat. I love that guy. Uh, but I, I just feel like he's a good coach. I feel like he did a great job when he was in Pittsburgh as the OC, when he was filling in for Chuck Pagano in Indianapolis, when he was obviously running the show down in Arizona. So I've liked him for a long time now. I always thought he did a good job. And I think he will help Jameis Winston get better. Or maybe Jameis Winston just can't get better, and the Panthers blow out the Bucks. And I bet on the Bucks, and I, I lose. You know, that's all right. You win some, you lose some. I'm trying to win some more. Than I have last week, where I went two and three on the podcast. I did, I did all right, like outside the podcast, because I bet, like I said, I bet on a lot of games like right before they happen, so it's hard for me to give them out on the podcast. But I also got down on the Titans plus six and a half last week, and I got down on the Ravens minus seven. That was the easiest money I've ever made in my life, and so I was able to come out just a little bit ahead, but still loser on the podcast, and that's what matters. Matters more to me what my record is on the podcast than what I bet outside the podcast. So Thursday, though, if I'm picking a game right now, I'd be leaning towards the Bucks. Moving on to college, because that's usually what Wednesday's show is. This has been NFL-dominated because I'm here by myself. I don't have my college guy, Jared, with me. That's, that's my bad. The studio had to get worked on. I'm solo. I apologize. I'll try to cover some of this college stuff, even though I don't know Dick. One thing I know about those is uh, UNC at Wake Forest, which is like the first game on Friday. I like this game. I'm going to watch this game. Uh, if I'm betting, I'm betting on Wake Forest minus three. I know UNC's hot. I know they're coming out off a, a win against South Carolina, and then a, they're also going to come off a win against Miami. So this line opened up at Wake Forest minus three and a half, okay? And now it's went down to minus three. That's because obviously money's coming in on North Carolina. I'm going the other way on this. I saw Wake Forest play last week. They beat the hell out of Rice. I had money on Rice. They killed me. I know it's Rice. I know they're not that good. But Wake Forest quarterback is legit. Dude is very mobile, very accurate. They have very fast receivers, and they all, they're also fast on the defensive side of the ball. I think they're going to give UNC all they can handle, and I think UNC's win streak, this early season win streak, comes to an end Friday night uh, to the Demon Deacons. So that's my, that's my college. Let me. That's on Friday. Hold on. Let me look. Uh, nothing else really on on Friday. You got Kansas at Boston College. That one's sitting at that one opened up at Boston College, eighteen and a half. It's went all the way up to them favored by twenty one. 
And then um, the late night game on Friday is Washington State at Houston. That game opened up at Washington State minus six and a half. That game has went up to nine. So money coming in on the favorites in those last two games, but money coming in on the underdog in that Wake Forest uh, UNC game. So let's move on to Saturday and see if there's anything worth talking about or anything that I can speak on. Doubtful, though, because I really said like two podcasts ago I was really going to try and be into college this year, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. Because like I'm sitting on Wednesday right now, and I still got a couple more games in the NFL that I haven't even watched yet. I haven't even looked at college. I don't even know who's playing, really. Ohio State, Indiana, who cares? I would never bet on That's a 16.5-point spread. Like, I would never bet on that in my life. My God, did you see what the, the Patriots are favored by this weekend? 18.5 is last I saw. Oh, my God. That's the highest point spread I've ever seen in the NFL, ever. Maryland, minus seven at Temple. I don't know. I, I didn't even know those two teams had teams. Pitt at Penn State, who cares? Air Force at Colorado, I hate Colorado. They embarrassed my Huskers last week at a home game that was in Colorado. Central Michigan, Akron, I don't know. I don't know. Alabama's playing. This I hate. This is why I hate college. Because, like, where's a good game? USC, BYU, I'm going to talk about that. I mean, I don't even have, I can't find a damn game to talk about. God, this is awful. North Texas, California, who cares? Where's the good games at? This is why the NFL is so much better. Florida, Kentucky. I will I will look forward to watching that game. Florida's minus eight in that game. I wouldn't be surprised if the money starts rolling in and Kentucky. I think Kentucky beat Florida last year, too. So, obviously, they think it's a revenge game for Florida, but Kentucky's got this real white trash dude named, I think, Cash. Cash Daniels, and he's been going viral lately because, you know, I guess he's he's like a hardo at the coin toss. I don't know. It's whatever. I keep seeing it on my timeline. That's the only reason I know him. Um, I don't know. That looks like the best game, Florida-Kentucky. Hold on. I'm still looking. Clemson-Syracuse, gross. Florida State-Virginia, eh. Oklahoma-UCLA, eh. Oklahoma fair by 23 and a half in that game. Yuck. Texas Rice, eh. 31 point spread in that game. Texas Tech at Arizona, who cares? Give me one game to care. I can't find a game to care about, guys. I'm sorry. That's your college wrap-up. I'd rather talk about baseball. When does college get good? Because this is disgusting. Yeah, that. I mean, I'm sorry. College is disgusting. Uh, I'll be back Friday with uh, both of my co-hosts, all right? We'll have an NFL show for you. We'll all have five picks. It'll be a good time. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. I'll see you in a couple days. That'll do it. Episode 2, Season 8. We'll see you Friday. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast.